This episode contains strong language. I'm curious, what other influences outside of music inspire your music? You know, who, who or what? I don't know. Place, a time of this or that. Something, not, not an artist, you know, not, not a musician. Something else. Oh, wow. Um, gosh, it can be something as simple as food. <laughs> really? Love that. Oh, yeah. That inspires me quite a bit. I put on a big pot <laughs> of red beans and, and cornbread the other day. <laughs> oh, mm. my God. Sounds great. Yeah, like you haven't seen your friends after a while. They're like, wow, you look like you've been inspired lately. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Join me and a famous guest. We discuss their career, life, food, Texas, and everything in between. Let's get started. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Okay, we are in episode two of season three. Very excited to, uh, of course, be back with y'all for the new year, as always. And um, yeah, very excited about this episode too. Our guest is Ruthie Foster. Who is that? She is an amazing musician and singer, Grammy-nominated multiple times, blues. Um, she has been compared to Aretha Franklin, Bonnie Raitt, somewhere in the middle there. Um, just an amazing musician, artist, and you know, person. This interview I had with her was absolutely wonderful. To be honest with you, we sort of, you know dig a little deep into songwriting and inspiration and you know everything during the lockdown right uh, how that's affecting her so you know she was just a wonderful person to speak to to be honest with you this is a wonderful interview i really enjoyed it had a great time with her and um yeah it was a it was a great uh great interview so really excited about it really excited uh, for you guys to hear it all right before we get to the episode want to uh, go over couple things with you about the podcast of course um, as always don't forget check out our new social media okay instagram facebook twitter uh lone star plate tx okay um and i think on facebook it's just the lone star plate uh but you'll find us so the the handles are lone star plate tx so please uh follow us like us there and um so you can stay tuned with everything that we have going on and with any other additional post uh you know, stuff about uh, just additional stuff. We're going to be posting on there and engaging uh, giveaways. You know, we've got a great giveaway coming up. Very excited about it. So definitely go on social media and, and follow us and you know, keep track of it all. That's how you're going to know. Um, and also our YouTube channel. Okay, don't forget that's going to be changing soon. So go subscribe now. It's under Texas Real Food, um, which is our sponsor. And, you know, we're there. But we're going to be changing the name actually to the Lone Star Plate. Uh, because it just takes some time to change the name for YouTube. So, you know, Texas Real Food will have their own channel. They're going to be moving to a different channel and starting fresh. And we're going to be taking over that channel and, uh, you know, making it all about the Lone Star Plate. We just got too big. It's growing. There's a lot of YouTube engagement, guys. So go on YouTube and check it out. There's clips, videos, you know, we, we do other stuff on YouTube. So really cool. A lot of good engagement. Really love it. So, yes, thank you as always. And speaking of Texas Real Food, don't forget to check out the Texas Real Food website, texasrealfood.com. As always, don't forget, you just put in your zip code, find all the cool places around you that are serving, you know, fresh, organic, all-natural stuff, great products that you can purchase and you have delivered, or a restaurant, maybe a butcher, maybe a far cool farmer's market around you, just a cool store that's selling some cool stuff. It's really cool great way google doesn't really do it for you i'm telling you it, you know doesn't really or yelp you know it just brings up everything so this sort of helps narrows it down we've got a good filter system to make sure that the directory is representative of the best real food in texas all right um and you know of course they got all the other resources guys articles recipes you know all kinds of cool stuff on there and it's free did i mention that f-e-r-e-e -E, free that's the best part about that service so and of course, they take care of the podcast here, the Lone Star Plate. So, Texas Real Food. Check them out. All right. I think it's time we uh, get to the episode. What do you think, Ruthie Foster? Yeah, it's a great episode. 
Hope you enjoyed the first, last one we had last week with Sam uh, Acho. It's a great episode as well. This is, we continue with a wonderful um, episode to take you into the weekend. So Ruthie Foster, please enjoy. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I am well. Can you hear me okay? Yes, ma'am. Perfectly. Okay. I wasn't sure if I needed headphones or earplugs for this or not. Ah, whatever works best for you. Yeah, you sound great. Okay. Cool. Love this background. Love those guitars. Oh, yeah. It's, um, what, you yeah, play those. Are they more for... No, I play them. Yeah. You play them. Okay. Mostly I play the... Um, that's Pearl. She's uh, made in Canada. And uh, yeah, she's a Godin. A Godin yeah. for the French. Oh, listen to you. Wow. Okay, we're going <laughs> to learn something here. I love this. this like, hey, I'm liking you. Yeah, I love that Texas flag back there. Love it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah, I love this flag too. This uh, um, had to get it up somehow, you know. Yeah. Show the love. There you go. Uh, well, thank you, Ruthie, for for come for joining us today i'm i'm gosh i can't tell you how excited i am uh to listen to you um just hear about your story and ask you some questions um this is going to be a great episode um i've been listening to your music and and reading just a little bit about you and and learning and you have such a phenomenal um you've had such a phenomenal journey you know in your life and what you've managed to accomplish in music and it's just absolutely wonderful uh, to have you on and and hopefully we can uh, learn something here so yeah thank you so much for taking yeah, the time absolutely you got me up i have to get my coffee i have to, <laughs> I have to get my coffee uh, on early this month it's early for me during you know the pandemic early quarantine I, early. I get it trust me i i totally get it. to be frank i don't even schedule like the times and stuff so i you know i'm with you i we could have pushed it a little further i'm with you i i get it trust me it's i'm at all hours you know, it's everything's running together. I don't even know what day it is. It's like, <laughs> I tell you, yeah, right. Well, Woo. so how have you? Uh, how have you been uh, handling? Yeah, let, let's just let's just jump into that. How has the pandemic been for you here? You know, it's been uh, interesting. It's been both. Uh, you know, it's been uh, been rough for me and the band. You know, we're all trying to keep ourselves together, keep our mortgages paid and rent paid. Yeah. Uh, I think one of my band members is having to move from an apartment this week or next week sometime because, you know, because of the situation, you know, uh, so, and that's tough. Sorry you know, to hear that. When you got kids and you're just trying to make it yourself. And um, uh, it's been a blessing in some ways too, because, you know, I get a chance to be with my kiddo, you know, she's nine. And a half, she reminds me. <laughs> in case she catches this. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's, you know, she's she's a handful, and it's great getting a chance to be around her and get a chance to, uh, uh, you know, pick her up from school. They started back into school uh, physically in the classrooms um, just around a little bit after Halloween, so. That's been kind of cool to actually get a chance to just drive up and, you know, jumps in the car and tells me about her day. And, um, and when we went into quarantine, she had to, like every other school kid, learn from home. So yeah. I got a chance to jump back into fourth grade again and be a fourth <laughs> grader. So that was, uh, you know, in fact, I felt that more like funny. her assistant. You know, That is funny. You know, because she's got her, her little, um, they have these little uh, Google books or whatever, you know, little laptops that they use. And she had a class at every hour, right? And then she has a break and I had to remind her, okay, you have lunch at 1140. <laughs> and, you know, basically. She's all, she's all, hey, can you reschedule by fourth period? Exactly. Because, yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, well, you know I, remi I remember specifically one time she had a, a, a teacher's conference and I said, I can get you out of that one, but <laughs> we're going to move on. You know, I found myself being her assistant. I love so, a phone call comes in. She's like, tell them I'm not here. Okay. Yeah, tell, like, hmm, yeah, that is so funny. I'm working on something it. here. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm working on things. something. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. That is uh yeah. You know, it's, it is uh, interesting that you say, you know, how it has been devastating, but at the same time, there's been some blessings. I've found the same thing where it's, you know, it's been a, a double-edged sword, if you will, where there have been some positives or at least I'm trying to find the positives. Right. Mm. And what's going on, I think more than anything as well. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's great to hear about um, spending more time, you know, with your daughter. Uh, that That's, you know, that's a blessing for sure. You know, yeah. there's no doubt about that. So the band is, is you, you guys are anything lined up potentially coming up? Cause I know some, you know, some places are having some stuff and some people are right. It's all up in the air, but. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. There's definitely a lot in the air and a lot I had to drop even for next year. And I had February, oh, wow. half of February already planned, but um, <clears throat> I dropped a lot of those because it was uh, to me, it was too much of a risk for uh certain members in my band because they've been compromised their respiratory system and sure. you know that kind of thing i just don't want to do that to them um and you know just it's it's a business this that we're in here music business and so uh the fees change because of the um capacity of these venues change and you know it's a it's a hard it's a hard um, decision to to make for me but you know, sometimes because of that, I had to just forego those until we're back in the full, um, you know, back into full charge here, maybe sure. a year after next. Um, I've got yeah. two shows set for January um, and one's here in Texas in the, in the, I want to say the Woodlands. Uh, the okay. We're going to try to uh, go to Dosi Do. And I think another one in Louisiana. Yeah. We're going to try nice. to there. So, yeah. Well, something, right? I mean, right. There's something there to, yeah. Gosh, this is devastating, yeah, right? But see, yeah. the other thing is I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a record uh, together. I'm trying to write new songs and we're trying to get those recorded. So the yeah. band and myself, we're trying to um, keep our time um keep our priority that just that try to get some things recorded and i'm hoping to get into the studio around january february and uh get these new songs recorded and get ready that's for awesome them. yeah well that's great so how long have you been working on these particular tunes that you plan on releasing you know we've all been working on these songs for at least a year i know the top of the year is when i started writing Okay. And, uh, and last so year, you start fresh you start fresh when you're gonna do like an album like that you don't ever like hit back some stuff from the vault or anything or oh yeah absolutely okay yeah. okay yeah <laughs> she's like <laughs> i don't put that kind of pressure on myself right right really? oh no it's a handy thing to have my little phone with me you know i get a chance to just you know uh dig through there for ideas and that's awesome. I found some things that uh, I was able to finish in that, you know, with that method. Um, a lot of the guys though, they wrote some things that was just fresh and nice. I'm very envious, you know, of them being able to do that. That's so we've awesome. got some really fine stuff that's uh, about to come out. Um, hopefully some of that will be featured uh, in the Austin City Limits uh, show that we did. Because we just okay, yeah, we just did one of those, and so we uh, we did a couple of new songs uh, for that. So we'll see. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, what what when you say fresh, what does that mean? Let, let's let's even give it even more specific. Let's say like your avid fan right now of you is listening to this, and you say that. What are they like? Their mind's probably like, what does that mean? Uh, you know, let's let's just talk to them quickly. What would that mean exactly in, in that case? Yeah, well, um, news songs that were can be specifically written for this project. Um, that's, that's well, I mean, like type of like the beats are different or what is there more? I don't know. Instrument. What What is what is di different about it to you? OK, OK. Yeah, um, I have written most of my own records myself 
And, okay. and then the band learn, learn the tunes when we do them live. Sure. Because I usually when I, I bring in a producer, I want to hear their sound with my, my, uh, my songs. Interesting. And so usually they'll bring okay. in their camp of people, you know, their, their musicians. Um, and then the fellas, you know, basically learn these tunes because here's, here's the thing. My, most of my guys are uh, uh, independent songwriters and producers themselves. So they're, they're usually pretty busy with their own material, but not gotcha. their own records. So uh, we all come together and, and they do my stuff when I, uh, when I put out an album. Um, so a lot of the material that's out is, uh, are songs that I've written myself. So by fresh, these tunes that, are, that are, we're doing for this one are coming from them. And it's just a different sound as some reggae coming from my guitar player, Mr. Hatton Sayers from Nacogdoches, Texas. Love um, it. Yeah, he's got some reggae grooves going with his stuff. Um, Scotty Miller, my keyboardist, lives up in Minneapolis. He just sent me something that's got a rap in the middle of it. So I'm trying to figure out what to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> but you love the challenge. Yeah. So we're going to have to figure that one out. We may have to call someone in for that part. I don't know. But Scotty does pretty good. Hey, that's not a bad idea. A little collaboration, yeah. right? That's kind of cool. I think so. We may end up doing Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're bringing up some really good points. They're all very different. Larry, Larry Fulcher, my bass player, who's played with Taj Mahal. Um, he's played with everyone. Um, Leon Russell, um, gosh, the Phantom Blues Band. Wow. Uh, Larry's written some incredible, sexy, uh, you know, Sly and the Family Stone groove type wow. songs. So wow. we've got some real fun stuff coming. And uh, awesome. it'll be great to just, uh, you know, put a lot of the, those different tunes and genres, really. We're just kind of touching on different genres with this new record. So I'm excited. Very yeah, sad. absolutely. Well, it's like, one, you know, you've had this great career. So you're at a point where you're like, I, I can do this. I can bring from here and here and here. It's time to start like as a, you know, I'm a cook, right? So like as a cook, like you want to, right? The better you get and the more experienced, the more you can start playing around with different stuff and seeing what works. And that's when like, some real stuff can, you know, start to happen. It's, it's something you couldn't have done, let's say 30 years ago, right. Or 20 years ago, which is cool. I think that's cool. That's a different, you know, type of thing to do. Plus all these guys, like you said, they're creative on their own. So they've got their own, you know, machines working, right. Their own stuff and they're all bringing it together. I love it. This is awesome. There's a lot of different flavors. This sounds great. Yeah. I'm excited for you. It is, really, you know, yeah, it, you mentioned the word flavor. That's a lot of flavor. Yeah, a lot of flavor. I'm all about flavor. I'm all about, <laughs> yeah, I cook, so it's just flavor. Everything's flavor to me. Everything. <laughs> oh, man, I love this. I love that. So, you know, you talk about you were writing all your songs yourself before, right? And and this is something I love to talk to musicians. With a few covers. Come on. Uh, yeah, of, of course, of course. Uh, but, you know, you, you definitely sit down and, and write a song. And I'm always curious how the people's process, because everyone, everyone, I, you know, everyone that's come on and I speak to, they all have a different process. I love hearing the way they sort of attack a song. So I'm curious, I'm sure you have maybe a few different ways, but I'm curious. Yeah. Let's just start there. How do you attack like writing a song, the birth of a song? I call it like, what, what, what how does that work for you? Oh, wow. Um, well, I start with both. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, my phone's <laughs> Please don't worry about it. Uh, Zoom. This is, it, you know, this is it. This is it. Yeah. Um, I, I can start with a title. I've started with a groove. Um, today is my day to actually be in the studio, my home studio here, and just try to come up with something from nothing. You know, I always try to, I pick a day to try to just do that, just start from whatever you know, wherever that can find that spark. But a lot of my tunes, I have to tell you, it's, it's really just about picking up an instrument, whether it's the guitar or sitting down at my keyboard, my piano, um, or just a, even when I pick up, I can pick up my bass sometimes and just find a groove 
I'm about that. I'm about groove first and see what comes up. Just sit and pick. And honestly, I haven't had a chance to do much writing um, because I've had a, uh, it wasn't an accident. I think it was just one of those things that, that happens when you, you get to uh, wise age. I put it that way. You get wiser. Uh, something happened with my thumb. And so I had, my thumb's been in a, uh, a brace. I had a luxated, subluxated thumb. It's trying to dislocate. Oh, gosh. So uh, I've had that issue and went and saw doc a doctor. And basically, he just told me to just stay off of it for about six weeks. So I haven't been able to play. Sure, uh, of course. Try. I tried to play a few times and realized, no, nah, need a little more time. Yeah, you're like, this ain't going to happen. There's really, there's no one handed instruments, right? What, what harmonica, maybe, I guess. I don't. Yeah, you could do that. You could actually. I guess that's it. Piano. I could play. I guess piano. piano. I guess a little bit, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I was able to just kind of pick a few things with, yeah. the, with one hand. But really. Sure, I mean, you can hit a few, you know, you can hit some chords, right? I mean, yeah. or to tinker around. That. Yeah. Um, yeah. Add a few things to tunes that are already, uh, you know, I've already. Oh, started. okay. I see. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah I've that's been able to do that. And just basically uh, exercise my, my lyrical side of songwriting, you know, yeah. write more. I can write with the, with the brace on. So, yeah. So that's been an exercise for me, but yeah, usually groove is where I come from. I even have a book, you know, I'm sitting here and I've got my little, I've got my little practice book, you know, it's just to, just to sit and practice scale. Oh, cool. Practice, okay. Practice uh, jazz chords, you know, just going from chord to chord. So okay. you're always like in that sort of mode as well. Like you're always trying to keep up, right? Like that's cool to know. Absolutely. You, you yeah. would think, you know, some people probably think, oh, you, right. You get to, you just stop learning oh, in a sense or, you may. know. That's okay. I ain't mad at him. That's good. It's going to work for me. I have to do something. People that know me, I, you know, my, my good friends that know me and uh, my family, they know I'm in here doing something. I remember um, yeah, when my kid was doing her online lesson and she had her little Zoom call with her <laughs> class and I was in here just going through some scales, you know, just practicing. And that turned into writing a tune and to put some chords together. And it eventually turned into me singing. And I turned around in the middle of what I was doing and she's got the computer up and she's showing her entire class. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You know, this is my Yaya, she calls me Yaya. This is my Yaya, my Yaya's uh, practicing. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Oh my gosh. I've been caught by fourth grade class practicing. So yeah. <laughs> hey, that's good. You showed them. Yeah. You still do it. You know, you still, it, you know, it's like running laps or working out, right? Like you're right. It's you're still, it yeah, is there you go. You've got to work it out. And um, like my voice teacher told me a long time ago, you know, the, the voice is a muscle and you've got to, you've got to keep it going. This, this quarantine has been a huge lesson. I'm sure for a lot of us musicians where, yeah, you know, it's okay to, to, to rest and um, take advantage of that. You know, that is, that is the blessing behind being off too. It's good to just kind of, you know, not have to drag a suitcase around for another week and, uh, and a guitar. Yeah. And um, really just exercise that, that, that writing muscle while you're home too. You know, for me, it was about learning how to write songs without, um, with no time, um, no time constraints, you know, cause I've, I've started songs on the road in my, in my phone or I've, you know, you try to, you try to do a little bit of writing when you're moving around, but when you're home, it's interesting to, I got to tell you, it, it, it gets a little tricky for me because I, like many people, love my Netflix. You find, <laughs> you find a new, you find a new uh, series, Crown, and you just got to finish it. You know, once you start it, you have to finish it. 
So it's hard to tear yourself away from from Netflix and Amazon Prime, all of that. And uh, that's that's good to hear that you have. You know, it's nice to hear you have that problem too. Yeah, you know, it's not it's not a problem until it turns into <laughs> into one. Right. <laughs> You know what it is? It's the autoplay for the next episodes. See, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing because it starts and you're like, well, I I guess I'm going to sit through it. Yeah. One more. Okay. One one more. (laughs) One more. Yeah. That's going to be on my grave. One more. (laughs) That's what his last words is one more. Yeah. Gosh, that's so crazy. Uh, I totally... Uh, look, a lot of people are going to uh, empathize with you here. Okay. Yeah. You're not, you're not uh, alone. Yeah, I've, uh, the other thing I've done too, I guess we'll get back to the, you know, what are you doing since, you know, with the quarantine is I think I've rewritten my mission statement, uh, my goals about five times now. It changes. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you know yeah. I ordered these, these, these books from Amazon and, you know, I'm going to sit and write my, my goals. This is a good opportunity to, you know, figure this out. What's going to happen in the next six months, next year, the next three years, next five years. And I've, I've rewritten them about five times now. I know. <laughs> and then you order another book, you know, with a, with a calendar. And you know, <laughs> I'll tell you the, the trick to that is to order the calendars where you write in the dates and write it in pencil because you're going to change it. It's going to change. <laughs> good advice. Good advice. And it's, good, and it's good to change. You know, you realize, okay, well, yeah, I didn't get that done. It's, uh, it's been, it's like confession. You go to these planners and it's like, all right, well, okay. Bless <laughs> me for I have said, uh, I didn't finish that project. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. I totally get that, too. Yeah. Oh, by the quarter calendars. Don't get the year calendars. Just do it by the, the quarter. There you go. Three months. And then, okay, you didn't get that done. You know, pitch that one in that order now. <laughs> <start over. laughs> oh, man. You know, it, look, it's uh, it's just one of those years. I, look, everyone gets a free pass this year, no matter what. That's yeah. just right. No, no matter what's happening. And look, it's not fair either. Um, it's tough to decide what's going to happen in the future and plan around it and decide your goal, right? Like, it's almost impossible um, at this point um, to, to sort of, yeah, gauge that. So no, that's, that's kind of funny. Because of the circumstances, you know, with, uh, we, we just didn't know what, what was going to happen the next yeah. week to the next month and things just kept changing and getting pushed back and you know, God yeah. bless these teachers and, oh yeah, you know, who are, you know, the, uh, and the first responders, first of all, you know, hospital staff, things. right. Nurses, yeah. right. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. So, so many people that, um, yeah, you know, just having to step up, you know, and it's, yeah, it's something to, something to watch. I gotta they didn't you. ask for it. Right. They didn't ask for this. And they've got to step up. And it's not like, hey, step up for a weekend. Hey, step up for a week. It's been like, hey, step up for, you know, at this point, it's been how long? You know, nine months. It's not looking like it's right. It's still going to be much longer. Um, Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable, to be honest with you. Yeah, it'll be a while, you know. Um, So it it is the new norm. Yeah. I was listening to um, uh, a broadcast that talked about how um, we have workers who, people who are in the IT industry um, are working from home and they're, they're saying, I, you know, this is just the way I'd like to do this. You know, they're not even wanting to go back and, you know, <laughs> even when they can. Yeah. yeah. That's a good uh, point. And I think that's, that is, you know, it is, uh, that's something to look at because, I think one fellow's reason was because he had a window at home and otherwise he would be in a cubicle. Sure. In this little I can room. respect that. Right. He just wanted to be able to work from home at least part time because he can get up and actually get some daylight. And, you know, I think that what's happening is we're starting to see the humanity side of, of, of our, of ourselves. It's just, we're getting this, um, 
this chance to really look at ourselves and look at our lives. And, you know, we were talking about just now about setting goals, you know, we're yeah. getting a chance to really just stop and figure out who you are and uh, what, what do you really want to do? And, um, and I've done the same thing, especially when it, it comes to what I do with, with music and travel. Uh, and I've talked to musicians that, that come from both sides of, uh, of music, wanting to get back out and wanting to get back in, you know, uh, who was it, Lisa Morales, who's telling me, I just miss being in hotels. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I get, that. I get that. You know, <laughs> you, you don't have to make your bed. You yeah. can have food. You've got totally. cable. Um, go down for breakfast. Yeah. What, what's not right? Yeah. What's not to like here? <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I, I get that. And then, the, you know, there's some who they just miss playing and they miss uh, that 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 connection that you get when you're yeah. standing in front of people and you, you I hear that. I've heard that the most on, yeah. on this podcast for instance that, that's what yeah. I've heard the most it's it's immediate right you, you have yeah. this, this connection is you, you get to just stand there and just plug in to all of this emotion wow and, and that's a great what, way to put that oh yeah but because that's that's what it is for me you know I get a chance to just you know leave the hotel and and don't worry if you left the iron on or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that sneaks in, though. But <laughs> you're up there and you just get a chance to just, oh, here we are. Let's connect. And it just lights up your everything. You know, you hit that first chord and, wow. uh, and you see that first, you know, that one person standing in front of you, you know. I came here just to hear that song. You know, you, you feel that, you know, wow. that connection that uh, I miss. Wow. I miss that too. I do. It um, sounds like you do. You The way you just described that. I, I mean, I, I wish you could see your face. Like you're really, I could tell you really miss that to be honest with you. I am present when I'm, when I'm uh, in, in front of people, I do my best to stay present because yeah. I, I owe that. I owe that to you when I'm uh, standing in front of you. Uh, you may, as an, as an audience, as a fan, be standing there and you have been through so much. Just, just, and so you just want that opportunity to stand in front of this, this you know, amazing person who's doing incredible things with their gift. And you just wanna, you just wanna forget about what you've been through just for that three minutes or that five minutes and then 90 minutes. And, um, wow, that's powerful. I get it. You know, and when they come to the, you know, a fan, they come to the CD table and, you know, they're just so grateful that, um, you gave up your time that you got up at four in the morning to catch a flight, to get all the way, you know, all of that. You see that. And, uh, that's important. Is it important to have that exchange? You know, I've, I've had people stand at the CD table and they just can't even speak. They just <laughs> really, wow. Just stand there and there's <laughs> tears rolling and they're just, they can't even speak. Wow. That is the power of music and the power of what we do. And um, yeah, it's, it's our responsibility to, to, uh, when, when we get a chance to stand in front of uh, our fans to, to be present, you know? Yeah. This, wow. is, this is an incredible, important gift that we have. So, yeah, it's about respecting that. Respect- I love that. That's so awesome you say all that. Like, as a fan, right? Like, that's, such, that's, that's so great to hear. Um, because it just means you're investing right and and that makes the fan want to invest more in you to be honest with you right and it's and it's just being you being you it's just you being you and being real and appreciating it and um that's awesome that's Mm. so cool it's so wonderful to hear yeah that's so wonderful to hear you know ruthie i'm curious about um you know people always a musician will always say what musical influences they have but i'm always curious that's great 
because you can read that a lot and that those are that and that definitely influences you i'm sure as a musician and and such a you know a multi-awarded musician as yourself um but i'm curious what other influences outside of music inspire your music you know who who or what i don't know place a time of this or that something not not an artist you know not not a musician something else oh wow um gosh it can be something as simple as food <laughs> really love that oh yeah that inspires me quite a bit i put on a big <laughs> pot of red beans and, and cornbread the other day <laughs> Oh my God, that sounds great. Yeah, like you haven't seen your friends after a while. They're like, wow, you look like you've been inspired lately. <laughs> like, like, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I continue to be, I get inspired quite a bit. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> quite a bit. That's why, I, yeah, I'm not going to stand up. You ain't going to see me stand up. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm oh, going to sit right here. This is all you get right here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm crying. I'm literally this yeah. is coming out here. Oh, my so, God. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. That's a really great question. What are some of the answers that you've been getting with that question? I've never asked that question before. To, really? to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have, I guess, a couple of times. Um, it's more just like, uh, you know, a movie, uh, a family member, um, the way they're living, uh, the travels they've had. OK, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Um, but food is an interesting. Uh, I mean, we talk about food on this podcast, so that's a great answer, in my opinion. I, I would honestly like to further explore that because I think food can inspire um you to be creative or inspire you to do something right if you yeah, do the right okay. thing or while you're cook making food yeah just during that process it, it is definitely cooking for me and um because i don't get get a chance to do that being a traveling musician um it's very rare when my band and myself will get a chance to be in one spot long enough for you know us to actually get together and have a kitchen and cook and all of that and, and break bread together. That's, it's a big deal. I grew up in a, in a atmosphere, family atmosphere that did that. So that's important, but it's a cooking process. I always have music on while I'm cooking. Uh, in fact, I uh, just got back from camping with my girlfriend. We were over in uh, Los Maples. Is it called Los Maples? It was uh, over in, uh, near uh, Lakey and uh, just oh. past Kerrville. There's oh, this, okay. Yeah, there's just the area, uh, Utopia around in that area. There's this area where, you know, um, maple trees aren't indigenous to Texas. They were brought here. And so there's this one area where there's just this huge concentration of maple trees. And it's oh, where wow. a lot of people go to watch the foliage in Texas. Yes, Texas has foliage. Um, <laughs> But it's a beautiful area, and we were over there uh, camping, and we, well, we call it camping. It was, we were in cabins, and they had a nice, a cute little kitchen, very basic, but there was just something wonderful about being able to put on a little bit of jazz music and, and just cook, you know. We brought lots of food in, and uh, we had the grill going outside. It's just something about preparing something it's it's about it's all about the prep i think it's what i love yeah, sometimes prep. just a podcast something to listen to you know what's npr yeah. or um you know you name it um, i like learning something so i'll put a podcast on while i'm cooking love um, that it's the process i love the process i like like a making tea the reason i i, I love tea i like tea i like coffee i don't know this is a weird segue no, Hang no, with I'm with it. you. I'm with <laughs> <laughs> you know, with coffee, that's it's a it's one thing. You know, you 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 pour the water in, you put the cup in, you 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 know, you got the machine, yada yada yada. But with tea, it's about the pot. Put the water in the pot. Put the pot on the fire. Then you wait. It's about waiting. You know, it's it's the process of. Yeah 
having tea that I love. And um, that, that chance of, to, to stop, you know, which is probably why, you know, there's tea time, you know. 100%. That's why. Yeah. Get, yeah. Stop. Take a breather. Hey. Yeah. You know. It is that for me. But yeah, cooking is that. It's just it's just about the process. And, you know, you get a chance to just kind of, you know, you put you put in, in ingredients together. And then, uh, so, you know, baking, you know, you have to wait. You know, it's just about that. That's inspiring for me. Gosh, that was a weird segue. But um, <laughs> it totally fits in with our podcast. So this is, yeah. a, you know, it fits yeah, that, that's inspiring. Movies. You know, I mentioned watching watching yeah. TV, but I love I Me love too. the idea of coming up with uh, tunes, you know, for something that just moved me. In a, in oh, a that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, love I've that. done that. Uh, that's a great way to write, you know, just have some kind of inspiration about something you just watched. What did that do? What, how did that move you? Try to yeah. write something to that. Yeah, I have done that. Um, gosh, that's, that's a cool. great question, though. It's going to make you think about it now, right? Like what influences you and what inspires you around you, right? Yeah. Like, you know, which I'm sure in some sense, you know, right? Like everything could in some sense, right? Be it small or large, but I'm sure every little thing, it's the weather, right? Uh, if yeah. you had a good night's sleep or not, uh, if things are going well with your daughter in school and that right uh bills paid this that I, I can imagine that there's just always something pulling away from inspiration or adding to it you yeah know? definitely i mean you know it, it could be just uh just a fact of avoiding something that's a reason to write i've that's done true. that wow we've all done that you know while you're writing i remember writing um a specific song, I think it was called Crossover from one of my early, early albums. I remember sitting and wanting to finish this tune, um, but I remember also while I'm writing, oh, I should be, I should have, I should have, I'm, I'm supposed to be washing dishes right now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm supposed to be cleaning my house, um, you know, that kind of thing. You know, there's always that avoidance that that uh, puts that brings me to this room, and uh, and that's okay too, you know, as long as you're not forgetting to pick your kid up from school, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, know? yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, I mentioned the I mentioned the goals, setting goals, and uh, having a planner. I actually, you know, I try to plan, like I said, one one day in the week to just sit in here, and if I end up just watching YouTube videos, it's something. Because trust me, something about that is gonna inspire you sure. to want to pick up a guitar or let go back and listen to that tune. Let me go back in my I have a Logic Pro here and I'm you know so let me go back in the logic. That was this tune I started. You find yourself just kind of you know you kind of needle over to where you uh you find yourself being um, creative. It's a great way to just get those juices going. Just yeah. sitting there watching. I actually, I, I put that in my in my planner as well. Okay, well, Thursday, I'm going to spend 10 minutes just watching a YouTube on photography. You know, anything. Just name it. Love so, yeah. that. Visually, maybe it gives you something, right? Yeah. Love mm -hmm. that. That's cool. Yeah, there's That's so cool. many different ways. Is it hard to like when you're writing a song, right? And you don't complete it in that moment. I'm sure that's pretty rare. I don't know, probably right from start to finish to sit down and write a song. So when you come back to a song, is it hard to get back into the energy of that song? You know, if you've left it and you, you know, have to keep coming back to it or is it pretty easy to just sort of pick up where you left off? That That's difficult for me. Yeah, I will say that because I've, I have finished songs that have been sitting around for years and I've, you know, found my way back to them. Yeah. Uh, I do that quite a bit. I've got tons of starters 
uh, on my on my phone right now. Uh, Quick Voice, it's what I use. Um, yeah, that can be a little tough. But there's some songs if you you go back to them, uh, you know, you just keep going back to it. You know, spend a, about three day three days just you know set set your timer for like ten minutes. I'm gonna spend ten minutes on this. And you spend three days, ten minutes, and you you figure out real quick that you you get a little bit further along than you thought you would. That's yeah. Cool. That's For me, cool. it's about time. I set a timer. Wow! You know? Really? Me and Siri, we were like this. Yeah. <laughs> she, she got me. She got me when it comes to time. I'll just sit here and then I'll just you know I won't do it because she'll turn. She'll she'll she's listening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's listening. So Absolutely. yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I like you know, that disciplined. You're disciplined about it in a way. Maybe is it really that is that may be what it is. I think it's, yeah, it's discipline and it's, it's something about just competing with myself. Yeah. Have you always been this way? Yeah, I guess I have. Is that weird? No, not at all. Not at all. I just didn't know if it was something over time you developed or like, nope, I've always written this, you know, this is just how I've always done it. Yeah. Pretty much. Not every time, but for the most part, I think it's about um, the discipline that I got from uh, going to, I went to school to, I studied music. I studied over in uh, Waco, uh, a commercial music program. And it's really about the discipline of it. And even going further back than that, uh, studying piano, I had piano lessons from fifth grade on Oh, really? Was piano the first instrument or? Mm -hmm. Yeah, piano was wow. my first instrument. My grandmother, Big Mama, we called her. Uh, <laughs> Big Mama was having it no other way. If I was going to play an instrument, it would have to be God's instrument. That's what the piano is for her, you know. Maybe uh, you got to start with gospel music if you want to take music. So then, so I had no choice. It was piano. I wanted to start with guitar. In fact, I think I went to her and my my mother, wanting to learn the guitar first, because I grew up in that era where um, TV was. You watching TV? Everyone had a TV variety show. They had a variety show, Mac Davis, variety show, uh, John Denver, uh, Olivia Newton John. Glenn Campbell. Uh, remember the Midnight Special? That was my show. Midnight yeah. Special. Everybody had guitars. So I wanted to learn guitar. I went to my grandmother. I went to Big Mom and said, I, I, I just want to learn guitar. And she stopped me. What? You know? <laughs> she didn't even let you get the rest of it out, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> so I love that. She oh, got together God. with my mother. And they they decided that it was going to be piano first. And yeah. if I was still interested <laughs> in the guitar, they would consider that. <laughs> so yeah, that's well, how that's I a did. compromise. I mean, that's something, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, now nah, it's a <laughs> hey, but it probably helped, right? Maybe in retrospect. Absolutely. It still does every single day. <laughs> Everything's based off of the piano. Yeah. So yeah, I found that out in, in school, music school, when I thought I was going to learn, oh, I want to learn saxophone. I want, well, you know, you learn any sax, it's about transposing it. And you're back to the piano to do that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's wow, no getting away from that. But yeah, I took piano. And uh, what my, my big mama and my mother did not know was that my piano teacher, her husband played guitar. And so I would go over, I'd walk over with my little book uh, across, across the tracks because, you know, I come from this little small town uh, where black, black people lived on one side of the tracks and white people lived on the other side of the tracks. And oh, my gosh, teacher, yeah. We always this white woman that lived across the tracks. So I had my little book and I crossed the railroad tracks and you know, go over there to the white part of town and uh, learn my little piano lessons. Wow. And, uh, and 
Kathy, her husband would come in and he would play guitar and he would teach me guitar after my piano lesson. So I got a two for one deal. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So. And you started singing right away or how did you know about singing or, you know, how did that work its way in? Yeah, that's that's church. Everybody sung in church. And in fact, uh, in church, singing your own solo uh, was a rite of passage. Everybody oh, got to a point where you sung a solo. Okay. Yes. Um, usually teenage, you know, uh, 13, 14, you're going to sing. And so you're all by yourself. I mean, that's your, mo- it's your spotlight moment in front of the whole church. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh man, is that was that nerve wracking for you? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody went through that. Yeah. Everybody, every cousin. I grew up with. Uh, let's see. Uh, I know it's over twenty cousins. You know, there was a big family. Wow. My, uh, yeah. My mother was uh, one of nine kids, and my grandmother. Oh my gosh. There may have been nine, nine, maybe ten of them. And so I grew up with a lot of lot of kinfolk, and um, yeah, watching all the cousins one by one, you know, get get to that point. You didn't necessarily have to stand out front, you know, but you had to. You got to this point where you, you know, you can stand inside of the, in the peripheral of the choir and and, yeah. and sing something. But yeah, I had to do a solo, and I remember being so, just. It was just, I knew I would probably just pass out. You know, maybe I'll just pass out and I can get out of it that way. Yeah. Because <laughs> I grew up a really shy kid. And so doing this, a solo, even in front of my own kinfolk, just, just didn't gel well with me. That's crazy. That's so crazy. Look at where you are now, right? Like, yeah. how did you overcome that? How did that, or does that still something you struggle with? I have days, yeah, where I struggle with it. Yeah, I think I was talking to my daughter about that and uh, explaining to her, you never really lose that, the butterflies. Yeah. Um, well, it was someone told me if you if you ever lose that, then you you're in trouble. You need to, you know, you might want to do something else. It's it, there's a there's interesting. A difference, there's a difference between the confidence though. It's a confidence that. Knowing that you you won't pass out, you'll be fine. <laughs> um, yeah, you you might hyperventilate. That's okay. There's a way to get get through that. Breathe is what <laughs> what gets you through that. <laughs> um, yeah, I still get butterflies, but that's excitement. I had a great voice teacher that taught me that, uh, Lorna McDonald. She was so hard on me, but now, you know, I know why. I know why she was. She saw something in me that was, um, you know, I was very driven and, uh, and she spotted that right away. And so she pushed me. Yeah. One of the things she pushed me past was stage right. And that was uh, the main thing was just to remember that that feeling that you get that the butterflies is energy. That's really all it is, is energy. Take that energy and move it through your, through your voice, through even just movements, you know, movement on stage. Sometimes it's just about moving on stage and breathing. Don't forget to breathe. Yeah. You will. <laughs> but <laughs> it's okay you know it's okay to have that feeling that feeling is that's it's just energy so use it harness that yeah i still get it i still get the you know i still get a, a little nervous before going on but a lot of it is just excitement sure like these yeah days. absolutely i love that you use the you know you sort of use that energy on you know turn it on itself if you will right and Mm-hmm. and use it in the show that's awesome yeah that's you know because you've been through so much it's you know and you know you've been nominated and won so many awards and 
you know, you're in the Austin Music Award Hall of Fame and I'm sure other stuff. I mean, there's so many things to mention, right? It's like I, I do another intro, so don't worry. I'm going to go over all that stuff at the beginning okay. for you, uh, you know, to that, that's what I do. That's my hype, my hype time. You know, at the beginning, uh, I do that, uh, you know, for every show. But um, yeah, you know, and, and that's gosh. Yeah, you've just been through so much. I'm, I'm curious what it what is there any award for you that sticks out in particular or a nomination or anything? Uh, I mean, you were nominated three times for Grammy for Bus Blues album, which is ridiculous. Um, so yeah. like, is that it's it or are there other ones or I'm curious what what was like? Mm. Gosh. all of it <laughs> yeah it's I'm sure all, to some really, extent it really is a lot a lot of it uh all of it really um i guess you know if i have to pick one though it would be the the the, the blues foundation awards that used to be called the the handy the, the, the handy awards wc handy but um those mean a lot to me yeah the grammy means a lot the grammy nominations definitely it's just huge being recognized in that way. Sure. That's just a whole nother. Uh, and three planet. times. Four. It's like fourth. fourth. Oh my God. Yeah. I was very surprised by that. Pleasantly. Oh my goodness. Amazing. Surprised. Yeah. So that, you know, it's, it's great to be honored in, in that way because I, I, I have an idea how many entries they get. It's a lot, I'm sure. So yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a small number by no means. I just gotta sit and listen to all of us. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they all mean so much to me, though. Just to be recognized in that sure. way is just a, a blessing, you know. So yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm grateful. Yeah, I'm grateful. I, I, I love the, um, you know, I love the, all of the nominations that I've gotten from the, the Grammys have been really special. This last one has been really, really special for me. However, because I got a chance to do something that I'm not even sure a lot of my fans knew I could do. And that's sing in front of a, a big band with horns and a reflection. Yeah. And even towards the end of that particular live show. This is the uh, live, Paramount. At the, live at the okay. Paramount. Yeah. And uh, towards the end of the show, I did a couple of jazz tunes, jazz standards. And that was just so much fun for me because that's, that's what awesome. I did in the, in the Navy band. Yeah. When I was in the, that's right. You were in the Navy. That's right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's what I said. You have such an incredible journey. Wow. Yeah. So that was, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm just one of those. I say yes. When something comes, you know, it's it, something presents itself. It's just something different and challenging. I like to challenge myself. What is it that uh, some uh, wise person said? Do something that scares you every day. Yeah. Wow. Just do Absolutely. Totally agree with that. I like to say yes to things. I like um, they did this experiment one time. Uh, you know, I, I don't know the whatever details of it uh, exactly like who did it or whatever but I, I remember the experiment where it was just based off of they would get these people walking down the street and this person would have an issue with their car and or not not a car about a car but the car isn't physically there so they're just walking up to people on the street and stopping them and presenting an opportunity to go with that person right so a yes or no situation and the people that said no, right. Just went went about their day and, and kept going. But the people that said yes, that ended up turning into something really good for them. You know that they help this person, they get some an opportunity or you know whatever, and it led to something. And it just it showed like the people that said no, right? You're you're missing out on these, right? I mean, it's a small thing, but the idea behind it is very much that. Um, so I find myself in the same thinking, the same way a lot of times. Of you know what, go to that, Patrick. Say yes. Go do it. And then it always works out. You meet somebody network or something comes out of it. That's a benefit or it just got you out of the house or wow, that was just so great to meet these people or meet this person or have this great conversation. And I just think that's such a wonderful attitude uh, to have. It is. It is. It, you, yeah. It's, it's those little bitty things that ends up being something. 
something. It may not be what you think it's, and that's the not the other thing. It may not yeah. lead you to where you think you were going to go. Good point. Uh, because all it takes is, uh, it's like um, flying or, or sailing. You know, it's just one degree off, and you are somewhere totally different. You just stay that course at one degree. So it's wow. the same thing. One thing. And I used to walk around. Uh, I, I moved a lot when I first moved to Austin. I moved every every couple of years, you know, just renting and just trying to. I really wanted to just be able to to, to live in different parts of Austin, just to yeah. experience it. Really, sure. what, what it was about. And I remember taking my little when I, it came time to tear down my my studio. I had a little post-it, and it got to where it wouldn't even stick. You know. To, <laughs> You know, you keep a post-it too long, yeah. it won't even stay. Okay, i got to put a piece of tape on it or just get another post-it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think to just do it, get another post-it and write the yeah. same thing. I just wanted the same little post-it that said, just say yes. I, I kept that in front of me in my, my studios. Every time I put up a studio, I put my little post-it that would fall down, just say yes, post-it, put it back up. But yeah, I have to remind myself, you know, when I was booking myself and I was managing myself, you, know, you get those calls and you get that, that one thing that kind of makes you uncomfortable. Someone's asking, you know, get that offer that makes you a little uncomfortable. Mm. <laughs> There's a challenge happening here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, and your mind's trying to make, trying to figure out, okay, well, how am I going to get there? Oh, that's going to be a huge flight. And yeah, well, and then I've got to have someone to pick me up and then just say yes. And it all works out every single time. You may get a little bit of a, you know, um, something happened where um, your Uber driver picked up somebody else, you know? Okay. So that happened. Sure. You have that, you know, okay, yeah. well, we get around that. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Call yeah. somebody else. It's just really about just going with it. Just go yeah. with it. I have a friend when I, I, I call her and we get a chance to, uh, to talk. And I love it when she says it. And I'll ask her, what, what you doing, girl? And she'll say, I'm in the flow. <laughs> love that. <When> she <laughs> I do. Me, I love that. I'm just in the flow. I'm in the flow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna steal that. I think I'm gonna steal that. I love that. Oh yeah, just you, know, awesome. you can visualize it. You know. Yeah, I get it. I, I like. I totally even get what that means. Yeah, I'm in the flow. Yeah. What's up? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> what else is that's, there? That's it. That's awesome. Wow, Ruthie, these are such great stories. Um, that listen. Uh, is there anything that we haven't uh, discussed or something that I'm supposed to mention or I don't want to forget anything here? um uh, before we have to go i just want to make sure uh, yeah any, anything that you wanted to talk about or anything no you mentioned the album that's that yeah was, <laughs> almost missed that one uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i wrote it down i did have it here in case it didn't uh come up so yeah yeah that that was uh i think that was yeah that's what's that's what's going on with my flow just kind of um <laughs> And, uh, and, and, you know, and, and writing for a new record. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's exciting. Your fans are going to be super excited to hear about all this stuff. Uh, these fresh ideas, right? These, right. Uh, this exciting projects. Um, yeah, that's exciting, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Nice. Well, that's great. Well, Ruthie, this has been, I mean, I can't just can't tell you how, how awesome this has been. This has been such a great conversation. I've just so truly enjoyed this. Thank you. Um, yeah, Thank it's going to be such a great episode. <laughs> this is a great, great way to have my coffee. Thank you. Right, right. Absolutely. I got the whole cup. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's right. Well, look, now it's time for refill. You can get back to the flow, whatever you got to do. Yes. YouTube video, something, cooking, some, something, something. Will oh, come yeah. Up. So I'll start uh, with a, a, a cup of coffee and I may take a walk. But that's that, that's what's on my agenda today. That sounds perfect. That sounds perfect. Well, yeah, again, thank you so much, Ruthie. I really do appreciate your time. I wish you the best um, 
you know, through the holidays here and uh, definitely with your new project uh, coming up and just just as a whole with you and your family, just staying safe uh, through this time. I wish you guys the best and your band members as well, uh, for sure. Same to you. Thank you. Safe. Stay well. Stay healthy. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, Ruthie. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy that walk. And uh, yeah, we'll talk soon. Thank you again. All right. Thank you, dear. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. The Lone Star Play podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal, organic sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, go to thelonestarplay.com. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Until next time. Hey.